When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, what's up, sports fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pez's Picks. I say it every week. I'm going to continue to say it. I'm not Pez. I'm Jeff Hartman. I'm the co-host here. That's Pez, the guy that you see to my left, or you hear the other voice on the podcast, Pez, you're the guy with the picks. What's going on? How's it going? You do you doing okay after the the birds? Sporting my my South Philly uh, Passion Gav velour top that the Philadelphia uh, Eagles furnished me for all of our support. Jeff, we're feeling good. I know there was a meeting today between Jeff Lurie and and Coach Sirianni. I haven't heard much out of it yet. Rumors Kelsey might not be retiring is the last I heard. So we're we're feeling okay. We're we're okay. circling the wagons. You know, every man takes takes a punch in the face. You know, you, you got to get up. And I, I I don't know what to say about that team. I don't know what happened. I've never seen a collapse like that in Philly sports. Usually we're really good or we're really bad. I don't know. I, I, I was talking about with somebody. I think we had probably like uh, 27 wins over the last two years. And like we're 27 and three or four and collapse. Five out of six. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Hey, like I said, the second iteration of the 2020 Steelers when they were 11 and 0 and they barely got into the playoffs and they were one and done after getting beat by Cleveland. Very, very similar. My that parallel is very strong if you want to go back and take a look. But let's go back and take a look at last week's picks. We went two and two in the wild card round. Two and two, not too bad. I know what you always say. Anytime you hey, you don't lose anything and you, you get out 500, that's okay. But let's talk about this first. Let's start off with the first game that took place, the Cleveland Browns going down to Houston. C.J. Stroud lights that defense up, and you took the Browns minus two at that defense, and that defense didn't even get off the bus. What were your thoughts, Pez? You know, Jeff, we talk about it a lot. It, you know, watching those games this weekend reminded me, we, we did it right this season. You, you can't go into these games looking as though you're, you're on a hunch or you're, you got to feel when, anytime you start thinking like that, you're going to start losing money in gambling, gambling, just like stock investing is investing should be a database, the system based thing that you do. I mean, it's your hard earned money. So I, I had a feel that CJ Stroud was going to come in and be great. But the data in that game said to take the Browns uh, just like, you know, in, in our, our second losing game, the data said to take that team. So if you rely on the data, you rely on your system. You know, in our system this year, we, we've got some indicators we look for. There's five of them that Pez's picks is centered on this 2023-24 season, quarterback being a big one. Uh, you know, we relied on that data, and we got through two and two. Two and two is surviving. Uh, 500 is a surviving week. You want 500 to be your worst week, so I'm happy about that last weekend. And, you know, Dallas, Green Bay will be the next one we talk about. I think the same kind of – it was like watching that game in replay. Houston came out, and I think in both situations, you have young head coaches. They said to their young quarterbacks, air that damn ball out. 
which yeah. is something I know in traditional NFL, you never do that. You never say to a young quarterback, air it out, air it out every time. And C.J. Stroud was awesome. And he put that Browns team on their heels. They didn't have an answer for it. Flacco, like you've talked about a lot. I mean, the guy's good, but he does turn it over a lot. Just when it looked like they might crawl back in that game, a couple Flacco over turnovers, and, and that's it. C.J. Stroud, yeah. I think he's playing better than any quarterback in the league right now. I mean, as a thrower, you know, Josh Allen and Mahomes are amazing, obviously, too. But C.J. Stroud's reading that field. He hits guys in stride. That ball's never – I mean, there's no wiggle to his spiral. That guy's right. awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. Well, you bring up the turnovers, and this is something you've said all football season. In collegiate game, the NFL game doesn't matter. Turnovers are going to be the your better's worst nightmare. But when you also compound those in both the Dallas loss and the Cleveland loss – to points, pick sixes. That is unbelievably that's that's not just it. a gut punch, that's a kick in the nuts because sure you're is. not just giving it to the other team, you're letting them put points on the board. And so yep. when you have Joe Flacco and Dak Prescott both giving the other team points with those pick sixes, that's tough to overcome. And so that those were the two losses this past yep. week with the Cowboys. We had Cowboys minus seven. Obviously, that doesn't come to fruition. Browns minus two. Same. And so we did get two winners though. And we want to spend some time there as well. The chiefs minus three and a half. They do the job. They in that frigid cold uh, freaking Patrick Mahomes helmets breaking in half almost. And then the bills over the Steelers minus 10. I don't ha- I hate that game because I'm a Steeler fan, but still Pez, what did you think about these two? You, you know, wild card weekend, Jeff is wild. I mean, yeah. you, you know, that's something that you take. There's so many variables going into those games. I think the Browns sitting that week before hurt them big time. They lost yeah. their mojo. I mean, they they came in, stumbled a little bit. I think the Cowboys, the Cockroaches, that last game of the season kind of kind of gave them a little bit of a hiccup. Do are we playing hard or are we not? And Green Bay and and Stroud, they I mean, Love and Stroud came in firing, and lighting those teams up. On the other hand, everything worked out like we thought it would with Miami and Casey. The cold clearly affected Miami. I was texting with some of my compadres. First series on the ball, Miami was Olayan tackles. I mean, Olayans when you you, you know you dodge the ball yeah. uh, on offense, they didn't want to get hit. Where you saw Pacheco, our man from South Jersey, he's from mm-hmm. Vineland, tough farm town down in the South Jersey. That guy was looking for people to run into, and I, I think we talked about it, Jeff. Miami had on they had on like capes and robes and heat. <laughs> they made a big deal. Andy Reid went out there. Guy had his ears showing. He had a baseball yeah. hat on. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the coach of Miami. I, I, I try to forget his name all the time. Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel. Mike, Mike McDaniel looked like a guy that was that was uh, in that kids movie uh, uh, where, where Cuba Gooding Jr. takes the, the, the dog sled team up to Alaska, the North Pole or whatever. <laughs> what, what was he thinking? You can't go out as a head coach with a pom-pom on your hat. You can't go out there looking like the cold's affecting you. Your, your team's going to feed off of that. Tomlin, yeah. that guy walked out. He, he had like a tank top on Tomlin. You you got to be out like a man. You got to tell your team this is an advantage. Uh, I thought Casey's defense was fantastic. Yeah, that 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 should be to the league an eye opener. You know when Kelsey dropped some balls. Kelsey had a good game. He dropped two balls that could have been touchdowns. I've never seen that guy do that. And he admitted a little bit this week. This whole fanfare with Taylor and you know all the wives up there. And I think it's getting to him a little bit. And it, uh, it's going to give us a little bit of data going in. I think it helps them being on the road. Uh, but think, I love. Well, do you have the intel of whether she's going to be at the divisional round in Buffalo? 
I mean, I, I don't know. And I don't know how well they treat, you know, visiting teams. Do you yeah. get a box? Is there a VIP box available? Yeah. I, I don't know. know. I think it's better if she's not. I think it's better if Mahomes' wife isn't there. You focus on the team a little bit. But at KC, I love the way they played. They did everything yeah. that they needed to do. And, you know, they got probably, you know, CJ might be throwing the ball great, but Mahomes' best quarterback in the league. I mean, the guy's fantastic. I mean, he just he makes it happen with little bit of weapons, and I love him. Yeah. The Bills and Steelers, the Bills do the job. Uh, it was close at one point. Not so much that the Steelers were going to win, but that they might cover and get within that 10-point spread. They don't do it. Buffalo finds a way to score enough points. It was the backbreaker was the uh, Khalil Shakir, where Minka Fitzpatrick, he had a catch over the middle. Minka Fitzpatrick thinks he throws him to the ground. He doesn't go down, gets up, scampers into the end zone. That was the backbreaker. That was the dagger, the nail in the coffin, however you want to put it. But the Bills get the job done for you. And we're going to have a big game coming up in the divisional round. But what were your thoughts on this one before we move on? Pittsburgh impressed me, Jeff. I mean, when you lose your best player, Rumors your coach might, might might not be around, which he refuted this week and said he's coming back. You know, you'd think that team would wrap it up. Cockroaches quit on that game. Uh, Pittsburgh, and we talked about it a little bit before we came on air. I, I think they were in that game in the second half a little bit. I was getting a little bit concerned, you know, that Buffalo, they came out hot early, but Pittsburgh figured out a way to get their feet under them. They slowed the game down, and they talk about it a lot. Tomlin's goal is in the fourth quarter to be within one score, and he, he kind of was, so – I was proud of Pittsburgh. Amazing, they got to the playoffs. I, a quarterback situation couldn't have been worse. Yeah, Buffalo seemed relaxed. Josh Allen is awesome. I mean, that guy. What do you have? A 50, 60 yard run. I mean, he looked like a young man out there. He looked great. Uh, you know, and that that's going to be a war going into this divisional uh, weekend here. I mean, that that's that's going to be a tough game. So we finished the wild card, super wild card weekend, as they call it in the NFL now, two and two, which moves our NFL record for the season to 43, 29 and two. So no blood. We say the same in terms of percentages. We're it. taking four picks. We're going out on a limb here. You don't like the totals, but you did bet the over. We'll get to that game. Let's start with the straight up bet with the spread. We're talking about the AFC divisional round at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. The Baltimore Ravens, who, by the way, their starters haven't played since December. They are giving nine points to the Houston Texans, the red hot CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans. You say take the Ravens giving nine. I'm surprised by this. Go ahead and explain yourself. Well, you know, like we were saying earlier, Jeff, you got to have a system. You got to stick to the data. That's the kind of thing that's going to keep you alive in this game. If you're getting 60 some, you know, with the hope, the gold standard, 70 some percent wins, then your system's working. So I, I love CJ Stroud. I like the way they're playing. Paper, I don't think they have the talent. I don't think they have the total team to to beat the Browns one week and then go on the road and beat the Ravens, who I, I think both are the number one, number two defenses in the league. Even though Stroud lit him up, I don't know if the Ravens are going to allow him to do that. Um, Ravens, eighth against the pass. They have the number one defense, points allowed, 16 in the game. If C.J. Stroud can beat the Browns and the Ravens in back-to-back weeks, I mean, he is probably the best quarterback in the league. Having said that, we've got that on this game. Ravens held the, the Texans to one of their, their least offensive games of the year. It was first game of the year. They beat them 25-9. to Ravens' last loss was November 12th. Talk about a team that, that's humming. Um, I mean, last loss where they weren't, you know, playing their full yeah. team. 
Houston, four and four on the road. Houston's injury report is longer than I've ever seen an injury report. I, I, had, to, I had to do the finger on the phone three times to flick through it. <laughs> offensive line is beat to crap. His offensive wide his his weapons on offense are limited. Um, I don't think you're going to beat the Baltimore Ravens at home with a quarterback and one receiver, which is how they've won the last couple of games. I just can't see it happening. Mark Andrews practicing today, tight end for Baltimore. I think with Mark Andrews, that team is almost unstoppable on offense if Lamar is Lamar has been all season. We've got a great number for this game. The divisional games are kind of standalone, Jeff, in the gambling world. Wild card, you know, is crazy. Throughout the season, there's a lot of crazy. Divisional games have standalone data that you can kind of look up and you can kind of you can lean on a little bit. Home team favorite playing on a Saturday in divisional game, coming off a bye, playing a team with a home win the week before. That home team host, the favorite, is ten and three against the spread, eleven and two straight up. Uh, that is a significant number. And one that plays into, you know, you, you win a big game at home and a wild card, and then you have to go on the road, you've exhaled. I think, I think this game lines up better than any of these games with that number. Stroud and the boys, they looked shocked after they won that game. They were at home. Now you got to pack up. They know Baltimore is going to be cold. They're calling for a little bit of snow. It's probably going to be in the teens. 10-3 and three against the spread, that home team favorite on, that, on the Saturday game. That's a significant number. Going with that, we're taking the over. Currently, I have it at 43. might be 43.5 in some books. Could continue to go down if, if the weather is what it is. Out of those 13 games in the situation we just talked about, 10 of them have been overs. So what the data says is a bye team playing, playing uh, against a, an underdog opponent who won at home and now they're on the road, that they're going to blow them out, Jeff. It's going to be a huge Baltimore win. I could see Baltimore putting 30-some up, and and I could see Houston not giving up and Stroud being able to air that ball out, maybe get 14, 17 points. So I love the over. I love the Ravens in this game. I got faith. I got faith in Harbaugh. Harbaugh's not been good coming off of buys. I think no. currently he's below 500 coming off buys, maybe one and four I think I saw. I think that guy's figuring it out. I don't think they're going to do things like they used to. I think Lamar's tired of hearing about this stuff too, and, uh, you know, right now, this is their weekend to say, hey, we're here still. We're legit. And, you know, we're we're coming for that, that trophy and that ring. Now, I, I live in Maryland, for those that are listening and don't know. And so I hear this Baltimore Ravens talk nonstop. It's incessant. It's, it's annoying. But still, they have a, a strong fear of 2019 still residing in between their ears. In 2019, that was a, a year where they did they duplicated it. They won the division. They were the number one seed. They rested all their guys, and what happened? Came out in the first first round for them, the divisional round, and they lost. And they laid an egg. It was a one and done. And everyone always points back and says, "See, you shouldn't have rested your guys. You should have played this, that, and the other." That's the only thing that has me concerned. I think the Texans, who could be playing, they're they're playing with house money at this point. Sure, are. I mean they, they, they have nothing to lose. Air it out. But uh, unless C.J. Stroud turns into a turnover machine all of a sudden, and he hasn't been all year, I think the dude only threw five interceptions all season, I think this game could be close. I'm not saying that I think it might be over, but it might be close, and and that's that's going to be interesting as well. Going to be tough to stop that Baltimore offense. Uh, they're going to be able to run. They're going to be able to pass. I mean, they're, they're – they're, yeah. 
In terms of data that we have on the season, Baltimore, huge advantage in every characteristic, and they're great against the pass. So if, if CJ, uh, if he can light up the two best pass defenses in the league, you know, power to that guy. But the data says that it's going to be a letdown week for Houston. I wouldn't be surprised. A little bit of Washington kind of Michigan thing where you're going to have, you know, where Mike Penix Jr. just ran out of gas carrying that yeah. team. You can yeah. only do it so long a quarterback. And, you know, Baltimore, a lot harder place to play than Houston. I, I think, you know, this is the game that the league kind of writes itself a little bit. And the Cinderella stories kind of end and we get back to the big dogs here. So to recap, you have the Ravens minus nine over the Texans at home. And then you also are taking the over on the total of 43 points. That is what the line is as we record this podcast. So you actually see it a being a higher scoring game and the weather this weekend in Maryland and in Baltimore could be cold, could be windy. They're calling for a chance of snow, but shouldn't impact the game. It should be more Friday. So that's going to be interesting. Let's go to the next game. The other number one seed. And I'm sure a lot of the data that you had about Baltimore is going to be reiterated with the 49ers hosting the Packers. In giving nine and a half points, you say take the Niners coming off the bye. Uh, I love San Fran in this situation, Jeff. I mean, partly, you know, coming off the bye, McCaffrey getting healthier, Purdy banged up, healthier. I mean, that that team's going to come out, you know, guns blazing. 11 out of their 12 wins for San Francisco this year have been by 10 or way more points. So a nine and a half spread to them is nothing. I actually think that line's a little bit low right now. Starting at Carolina, December 24th, this is Green Bay's fourth road game in the last five weeks. Plus, you throw in the holidays there. Everybody's got family. Everybody's got holidays. They got New Year's parties. They got they got girlfriends. They got wives. They got whoever. Ask them, what are we doing? That's a lot of pressure. Four out of five weeks takes a toll. If you think about what they, they – they've crossed every quarter of the United States, Green Bay. They've flown to Carolina, back to Minnesota, down to Dallas, now to San Fran. And I think we talked about it a number of times this year. San Francisco, I don't even know how it's in the United States. It's an extra hour from San Diego. I mean, you, you, it, it just sticks out further. The weather's weird out there. Uh, we've got some great numbers against them. Home team that's a favorite on a Saturday game. Team off an away game the week before, 9-4 against the spread, 13-0 straight up. The average line for, for that kind of game, eight. the average result, Favorite wins by 13 or more points. So there is a ton of data playing on the road and winning and then losing the next week and getting smoked. A ton of data over divisional playoffs. Teams get happy that they make it to the wild card. And for some teams, especially young teams, that, that's their Super Bowl. I mean, Jordan Love had the best game of his life. Put a stamp on maybe keeping his job there. Coach was happy. We've moved on for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, San Fran will not allow Green Bay to run the ball. Up 89 yards a game rushing. Love's going to have to, he's going to have to throw the ball. He is due for a pick. Jordan Love has not thrown an interception since December 11th. That guy likes to throw that ball around a lot. He has been hotter than anybody maybe in the last three or four weeks. And, you know, that flames run out of gas at any level, Jeff. Green Bay, 28th in the league against the run. They're giving up 128 a game. I think we're going to see a San Fran dominant showing. I don't think Green Bay's got the juice. I don't even think they believe they're going to be winning this game. I think they're happy they went in to beat Dallas. Flying home, now you got to fly to San Fran. I think it's going to be early and often McCaffrey, Purdy picking that team apart. And I think Jordan's going to have a rough, rough day. 
Yeah, I, I agree. I think this is a, if I were to pick like a lock of the week, it would be most likely it would be this game. I think that San Fran is just going to outclass Green Bay. And I, I like the pitch as well. Let's go to the next game. Talked about these two teams already in the wild card preview and mentioned that they're going to be going head to head. The Bills are hosting the Chiefs, the first Patrick Mahomes road playoff game of his career. Now, he's played in neutral site games, but never on the road. So he's going to Buffalo. Josh Allen, I don't know if he's ever played Patrick Mahomes in Buffalo. So he's going to get his shot there. The Bills are giving two and a half points. You say take the visiting Chiefs getting the points. Go ahead. Uh, it, uh, this is a tough game, Jeff. I mean, yeah. you know, you got two great teams. You know, put them with, I mean, two teams that could easily win a Super Bowl. Uh, I like the Chiefs in this situation, like we talked about. I think them going on the road as a, as a helpful focus thing. I think them going on the road frees them up. Andy Reid, best pre, uh, best game planning coach in the league still. They, they've done well against the Bills in the past. They've got a recipe that stops Josh Allen. Uh, Bills have not lost since November 26. That's a long time to go without a loss in the, in the NFL. I think they're due for one. Data-wise, they're pretty even. Offensively and defensively, they've got a lot of similar numbers. The Chiefs' defense sticks out a little bit, though, in the data when we look at it. Number two overall rated defense in the league at this point, and they hit. We talked about uh, – Playing Miami, uh, KC came out. They were hitting like they were playing 70-degree weather. The weather's not going to be a factor, whether it's cold or snowy in Buffalo. They're all used to it. They're going to limit yards after the catch that that Josh Allen and that team, uh, they rely on that a lot. And I do not think they're going to let Josh Allen burn them on 15, 60-yard runs. I just don't see it happening. Uh, Chiefs, less pressure. Less pressure without having the stars in the box. Six and two on the road this year. So, the data tells us the Chiefs might be a better team on the road when they get away from that drama a little bit. Andy Reid, 6-4-1 against the spread on road in his career in the playoffs. That's a significant road-winning team. Um, Sunday Divisional, away dogs. Coming off home win the week before in the wild card that allowed less than 15 points. One by 10 are 10-3 and three against the spread over the last 13. Wow. Huge, huge data. We're sending a shout-out to our or, or, or one of our colleagues in Pez's Picks. He's an old partner of mine, the action man. We now call him the mad scientist. Once that kid got on a computer, he fishes out the greatest stat numbers for these playoff games. Uh, he came up with this one. That's a big number. I mean, and that tells us that a team winning at home, holding a team you know, to, to a small amount of points, defense playing hot. When they go on the road, they stay hot. You know, and that significant 10-3 against the spread number, I love the Chiefs in this situation. I think Josh Allen carried that team literally on his back. And, and I think that the, the weight's going to be a little bit too much. I, I haven't seen the KC defense as good in a long time. Yeah. And and I think that that's going to take the clock a lot. They're going to run the ball Pacheco. I think Buffalo's going to have their hands full. I think Kelsey has a better game this week. I don't think Kelsey could drop some ball. That guy dropped two wide open catches. One probably was an easy touchdown. I think he refocuses and, and he, you know, that that team seemed to focus more last week than they did in the regular season. And I, I like their chances a lot, especially with Andy Reid. Okay, so to recap, the Chiefs getting two and a half, take them over the Bills, 49ers minus nine and a half, take the over on the 43 
line against the Texans at the Ravens and then also take the Ravens minus nine uh, as they host the Houston Texans. I got to ask, I'm looking at this. These are your picks for the week, four picks. Oh, you're missing a game. Why did you ignore the Tampa Bay Detroit game? Was there a reason? I, Jeff, there's data on both sides of the ball for that. Uh, to be honest with you, I think a little bit, I, I had to check myself. I love the Detroit Lions, as you know. Yeah. Uh, the data says to take Tampa. And there are some strong numbers out there that Tampa could win this game outright. The problem I have with putting money on Tampa, Baker Mayfield is not a guy that I'm willing to invest a lot of money on. Right. Um, I think Goff is a better quarterback. I think overall Detroit's got a better team. But but Tampa, they seem to find something last week. They've got dangerous receivers. Uh, that's a tough game for me. That's a no play. Uh, when we looked at the data and the algorithm we used, it was about even. It actually leaned a little bit Tampa. I don't know if I could uh, encourage people to invest money on Baker Mayfield yet. I don't know. I'm not a believer yet. That's fine. That's fine. I was just curious because normally – you took all the games, but I noticed that you didn't take that one. I was curious. That's fine. That's fair. And you said you had a bonus pick this week, and it's NBA. Well, shot back out to the action, man. Uh, guy had a huge win this week, a lot of money. Uh, you know, for the professional gamblers out there, I believe it was a five-dime bet. A five-dime bet, you know, that's a used car in, in, a, in a lot of places, Jeff. He took Joel Embiid against the, uh, against the Nuggets to combine points, assists, and rebounds over 49 and a half. I said, oh, dude, that, that's a big number. You know, Joel Embiid, the guy's, you know, old, you know, getting a little older now. He said he is going to light this game up. He's going to light Jokic up. They're going to play him the whole game. Uh, I got a text from him in the third quarter. I think Embiid played the entire third quarter, which is unheard of. Uh, average, I think he had 34 minutes last night in that game. So I'm a Sixers guy. We're going to unload on Orlando Friday night. I don't even know if Embiid's playing. There's no line out yet because Orlando's got a game tonight. We're going to go with the Orlando Magic to, to cover the spread against the Sixers, no matter what it is. I don't even know if JoJo's going to be on the floor. That guy's got to be sore. He played like a monster last night, and, and that's great. Maybe that'll be good for the playoffs, but we're going to ride the Orlando Magic on Friday night. All right. We'll see if it pans out. Peds, any final thoughts heading into the divisional round? It's going to be a great weekend, Jeff. You know, and at the end of the day, you know, we probably have the best teams that deserve to be there at this point. I mean, the cockroaches and my Eagles, they, they did not deserve to be there. Uh, I can't believe I'm saying it. Tampa deserves to be there. That defense is scary. They've been good all year. You look at the numbers on Tampa's defense, and, and they're pretty solid. And I think that was a big reason why, why Philly had a tough game. I, I think t Philly's effort in the first half, they were trying, but Tough to move the ball against them. I'm pulling for my Lions, but I think Tampa could be a sneaky surprise story this weekend. All right. We'll see how it plays out, and we'll be back next week to talk about not only our picks from this week, but looking ahead to the championship weekend. That should be a lot of fun. We're going to have it all covered for you right here at Pez's Picks. Pez, thank you for another week. In the Me meantime, too. enjoy the game this weekend. Man. All right, Jeff, you too.